In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the historic night of Alex Ovechkin as he scores 798, 799, and 800. Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holm. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, it is going to be the Alex Ovechkin edition as we talk about history that was made as he scored 798, 799, and 800 a hat trick to leave him just one goal shy of tying Gordie Howe for the second most goals of all time. Just let that all sink in. So we'll talk about that in the show Then a little bit later, we will talk about his teammates, Anthony Mantha, and what he saw and what their reactions are. And then later in the show, we will hear some of the reactions of different players around the league. But just to get it going here, wow, what a historic evening for Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals, a game that I didn't think they thought was going to be that eventful, uh, kind of the end of a long road trip as they played in Chicago, the Blackhawks in a game that, you know, kind of saw this team going in the right direction, Um, you know, and it just a positivity exudes everything that's going forward here. It saw the return of TJ Oshie. And ever since Oshie's come back, this team seems to be firing on all cylinders, but it doesn't stop there. There's also a lot of uh, participants involved in this, including uh, Charlie Lindgren, who's really stepped up in Darcy Kemper's absence, but just a great night overall for the Washington Capitals as a whole, but more specifically for your captain at number eight, Alex Ovechkin, as he gets 800 goals. Wow, what an accomplishment. And as a fan of the Capitals, as a fan of the NHL in general, you know, kind of like what they did in Chicago there, a tip of the hat, you know, great uh, for the fans of the Blackhawks there to take a moment and give him a bit of an ovation. I know that, you know, Alex Ovechkin is not a player from the Blackhawks, of course, but to just have that that overall, um, you know, applause from from fans all around, it just has to mean a lot to Ovechkin. You know, that's one thing if you got that in Washington, of course, you would get that applause. But to get that kind of reaction uh, playing on the road in Chicago just says a whole lot about those fans in Chicago and just what a great evening. Alex Ovechkin made his push for 800 career goals in the most Ovi way imaginable with a hat trick, writes the Athletic. The Washington Capitals captain scored number 798, 799 in the first period Tuesday night in Chicago, then added another in the third to join Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky as the only players in the NHL history with 800 goals. Wow. I mean, it's just something to not gloss over, something to not just look past. It was just a truly 
historic evening. I mean, I guess there's no other way of saying it. A historic evening for Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals as he gets number 800. And he keeps chipping away, like I've talked about in this podcast, game after game after game. It is my prediction. It's my hope that he will get number 801 at the next game here, um, just at the rate in which he's scoring. And I hope that, you know, it's not an empty netter. I'm not diminishing any of that, but you know, there's fans around the league that have kind of spoke disparagingly of the fact that he has gotten quite a bit of goals as of late with empty netters, but there were empty nets last night. It's just that Morazic was out of his net and out of position. And it just seems to be a Chicago Blackhawks team that is disjointed. And I'm not really sure what's going on with Peter Morazic there. He used to be such a great goalie, but he has since slid a bit, you could say. But in any event, I'm glad that he wasn't dialed in 100% as it did mean that Alex Ovechkin scored three amazing goals last night. And just, again, one of those things that you're going to mark down as a hockey fan. You knew where you were when you saw it. Uh, the same will go when he gets 801 and eventually when he passes Wayne Gretzky. But just to kind of have that mental note in your brain, that you knew where you were last night when he scored that great goal. And just, uh, I'm glad that he's finally, you know, kind of catching up. And at some point he can finally get past Gordy Howe and set his sights on Wayne Gretzky. Ovechkin's four point performance. He also recorded a primary assist, propelled the caps to a seven to three victory, their fifth in a row. And that can't be overshadowed. I know that we're talking primarily about Alex Ovechkin in this episode, but this is a capitals podcast and just the capitals being able to string together five wins in a row. If I would have told you that the Capitals were going to string together five wins in a row, even a month ago, heck, I'm going to say even a few weeks ago, you would have said, there's no way possible. You would have asked me, well, did Tom Wilson come back? Did Nick Backstrom come back? The answer to both of those is no, but the Capitals are finding a way to win. It all kind of reminds me in rewinds time back to 24-7 Capitals Penguins wrote to the Winter Classic when the narrator said, a team is never as bad as they are when they're playing their poorest they're never as great as they are when they're playing their best. And that kind of resonates true with me when you reckon back to how the Capitals have played before this five-game uh, winning streak where there was a lot of inconsistency. Not in net so much. The Capitals have that buttoned up. But uh, just uh, how things weren't maybe as doom and gloom as we thought they were. And now that they're you know chipping away at um, the standings, that maybe there is a chance that they can actually do something uh, in the playoffs. And it was due in large part to, you guessed it, your captain, number eight, Alex Ovechkin. Ovechkin arrived in the Windy City warm. He left red hot, having recorded his first hat trick of the season with seven goals in the last four games to help fuel Washington's longest winning streak since March 2021. <sighs> kind of boggles the mind, doesn't it? Vaulting the Capitals to within a point of the New York Rangers for the second wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. And just a couple weekends ago, Brian McClellan was being asked and grilled all these questions. What moves are you going to be going after Bo Horvat? Are you going to be going after, you know, Eric Carlson? Are you going to be going after all these players? And now... I think you're kind of starting to see things come into focus a little bit here that this Capitals team is better than they thought. They just needed to kind of refocus their their energy a little bit. And, um, you know, things are going in the right direction because there haven't been a lot of additions added to this team. I know that Dmitry Orloff has come back recently and TJ Oshie. 
you know, I guess you could draw lines to those two coming back and also the great production of Alex Ovechkin, but there hasn't been a big trade. You know, Sonny Milano was on fire when he first came here, kind of not so noticeable recently, but last night, Nicholas Abe Kubel, who saw that coming? A guy that they picked up from uh, the Maple Leafs, you know, kind of the, their depth player that they thought could ostensibly fill the role of like a Tom Wilson role. But he hasn't really done much until last night. And wow, it, I, it seems like the announcers on ESPN were saying Nicholas Abe Kubel all the time. So it was just a really great night for the Capitals. And as we talked about Ovechkin here, as soon as it happened, kind of a relief Ovechkin said of his hat trick tally, kind of happiness and enjoying it. It's a big number. It's the best company anyone can imagine since you start playing hockey to be in that category. 800. I'm the third person who ever scored that many goals without my teammates, without organization, fans, my family. I would never get that number. And we'll talk a little bit more about Nick Backstrom late in the sh- later in the show. But, you know, a lot of those goals were done with his right-hand man, Nick Backstrom. And, you know, he is making his path to coming back to this team. He is traveling with the team along with Tom Wilson. I think to a certain extent for a morale boost, you know, to kind of be this unified Caps frontier that, you know, you're having the positive energy of having Wilson and Backstrom. And, you know, like I talked about, Backstrom has participated and assisted on many Alex Ovechkin goals, uh, that it was a great moment that he was able to be there and, you know, kind of congratulate him after the game. But, you know, the thing going forward is hopefully Nicholas Backstrom can help Ovi in the future here when he comes back, continue to contribute. I know that oftentimes Ovi is playing with Kuznetsov or Dylan Strom, that kind of thing. But to pair those two together a little bit in the future would be something to to look forward to, I guess, if that uh, is in the cards. Ovechkin's historic marker came 634 into the third period with the Caps already ahead 4-2, just had he, as he'd been all night. Number 8 hovered just outside the blue paint, ready to pounce. And when Anthony Mantha cross-crease saucer pass landed, Ovechkin made no mistake, drawing his stick back and then burying it past the sprawled-out Peter Morazic. And... Um, Again, it's not, you know, when people talk to me and they ask me, well, what kind of goals were scored out there? You know, was it your typical Alex Ovechkin scoring from his office at the left dot? Actually, it wasn't. A lot of them were kind of dirty, grimy, greasy goals right in front of the paint, right in front of the net, and him just finding a way to score. It's not that one-trick pony that a lot of people are thinking that Alex Ovechkin is, is where he sets up in the dot and he slammed it home. He has done that a lot, but last night he was getting goals uh, from not so many typical areas that you would normally see Alex Ovechkin score. So, you know, he is diversifying his game, not getting pigeonholed into just being one type of player. And, uh, you know, you saw that production. There was, make no mistake about it. Again, it was on against a pretty bad Blackhawks team. Make no mistake about it. Good bounces, Ovechkin said of his first two tallies. The third one, Mo gave me a nice pass and I have to put it in. Puck was on my curve, so I just know I have to put it up and it's in, added Anthony Mantha. And again, we'll talk about him a little bit later. How funny is it that we were talking about a trade not too long ago that Elliot Friedman had spoke of, of a Brock Besser, Anthony Mantha trade it seems like the wind has been taken out of that sails for that argument. It seems like Anthony Mantha, as of right now, is engaged in helping to contribute 
to the success of this Capitals team. I could have a shot at it, but when I saw someone coming back door with a right-handed stick, you don't assume it's Ovi just because we're not playing together, but it was after the change, and he ended up putting it on the back of the net, and then all of a sudden you turn around and the whole bench is on the ice cheering him on. Another great moment. It kind of, I haven't seen that kind of, you know, um, at reaction from the Capitals really since they won the Stanley Cup, you know, everyone on the bench jumping and going on the ice. So it kind of rekindles that feeling in me about the Capitals from 2018 when they kind of, you know, they finally got over that hump and finally won a Stanley Cup after chasing it for so many years. There's that same feeling to me with what with what happened last night and if you're a Capitals fan and you started to see all the goals you know as the, you know his goals his big goal against the Coyotes uh, where he fell and kind of twirled and hit it backwards. And the, I guess you can see on NHL.com, I was listening to uh, NHL Network Radio this morning. There, I think it's NHL.com that you can see every one of his goals ever in like this highlight package. It, you know, you're going to have to you know open up some free time in order to watch all that. But in any event, just a really cool moment uh, for Alex Ovechkin and to get the participation of someone like Anthony Mantha, like we talked about there, who was kind of being rumored to being trade for Brock Besser, but he is really turning into helping the Capitals out here. The crowd at United Center, which featured a fair number of Capitals fans, showered the ice with hats and gloves, the 37-year-old standing ovation as his teammates spilled off the, the bench to congratulate their leader. Chants of Ovi, Ovi, Ovi reverberated inside of the arena. And I saw they panned to the audience. It was Capitals fans, but it was pretty much an all-over applause of everyone at the United Center. And that's what I'm saying. A tip of the hat to the people and the, uh, the fans in Chicago that had the class to recognize what happened. It's not so much about the player. It's about the significance of the moment. Um, even the fans of the Blackhawks, they will remember where they were, you know, years from now. You know, this is fresh in everyone's mind right now. Alex Ovechkin getting 800 goals, and it seems like it's, you know, maybe not as big of a deal. But, you know, years from now, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, the older you get, um, you can look back on stuff and say, man, I remember that. And it didn't seem like it was that long ago, long after Alex Ovechkin is retired, you know, and whatever the lineup is on this team at that point, we will always have that fond place in our hearts as we hearken back and think back to the moment that Alex Ovechkin scored 800 and 801 and eventually Wayne Gretzky because it is going to happen. I have the absolute faith that it is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And just to, as Capitals fans, as NHL fans, to soak this in. And, uh, you know, if you got your Capitals jersey out there, you know, I got my Ovechkin uh, jersey on here. A big fan. You know, one, one of the great, you know, got a lot of people into the into hockey in D.C. Um, just a really great moment. And I really want to, uh, you know, I can't underscore uh, how great it was there. The um, the performance sets up arguably the most anticipated homestand in franchise history as Ovechkin closes in on, on Howe for the second place on all-times goal list. Ovechkin needs one goal to catch Mr. Hockey and two to pass him. The Caps host the Stars on Thursday, the Maple Leafs on Saturday, and Howe's Detroit Red Wings on Monday. Wouldn't that be symbolic if he was able to do it against the Red Wings? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it be something if he did it in Toronto against Sam Sonoff, who has been playing lights out for the Maple Leafs? There's so many significant moments that could potentially be the big moment. Ovechkin is also 94 goals away from tying Wayne Gretzky for the top spot and 95 from breaking a record that many thought might not ever be challenged, much less surpassed 
Asked which milestone is going to fill him with more relief passing Howard Gretzky, Ovechkin cracked a smile. Let's take it step by step, he said with a weary chuckle. Again, you can't get too ahead of yourself if Ovechkin is constantly concentrating on when he's going to get that next goal, that next goal, that next goal. He's going to be trapped up in his head in here and he's not going to be able to perform. Let's just let Ovi do what he does best and that's score really great goals. Uh, Washington has played eight of their last nine games on the road. They'll get a rare day off at home on Wednesday. Right now, Ovechkin said, it's finally time to go home, spend time with my wife, play with my kids. If the pressure has worn down Ovechkin, he's done a good job hiding it, Caps coach Peter Laviolette said. No grind. He just goes about his business, he said, or he certainly doesn't lead on to that. We don't talk about much about it. He knew he was going to come at some point that he was going to score both goals. But three tonight, Lavulette said, that's pretty special in Chicago, which is a great hockey city. The fans here in Chicago were terrific. The way they saluted him and just, again, a really, really special moment for the Washington Capitals, Alex Ovechkin, and just a great moment for hockey fans binding together and just, you know, celebrating Alex Ovechkin and what he has done. All right, so after the break here, we are going to hear a little bit about the players. We're going to hear from Dylan Strom, and we heard a little bit about Anthony Mantha there. What were their thoughts about the, the really significant night? We'll talk about that next. Today's episode of Locked On Capitals is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And guys, even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game like the Capitals take on the Stars or the Maple Leafs. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this historic edition of Locked On Capitals. Why is it historic, do you say? Because we are talking about an historic moment Alex Ovechkin, your captain, scoring 800 goals. What a special night. And, you know, we knew this day was coming. And I can remember back, you know, quite a few years back. And five years ago, I was at what was called the Verizon Center then. And he was winning an award for, I want to say, 500 goals back then. I don't have the info in front of me. But, you know, he has been just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away at these goals. And just what a special evening it was for Alex. Dylan Strom talking about Alex Ovechkin. He said, holy bleep, the great 800. Legend Strom wrote a great emoji representative of the greatest of all time in his Instagram story. And I know a lot of people have taken that ball and run with it. Uh, the great 800. I heard it on NHL Network Radio this morning. I heard another Locked On host talk about it. You can't coin this and you can't trademark it because I have heard it from many different sources, but I'll go with that. The great 800. I, I like it. I think that that uh, fits pretty well there. 
Even at Timo Solani, the all-time leading Finnish scorer took to Twitter to call Ovechkin the greatest goal scorer in NHL history. And then on um, ESPN, where the broadcast was, they had uh, P.K. Subban was on there, and he was talking to Ovechkin, and he jokingly said, I'm waiting for you to get a 1,000 goals. It's a bit of an ambitious task, but I think that P.K. Subban was just kind of ribbing uh, Alex Ovechkin a little bit there, if you will. 800 goals. Congrats, Ovi. Incredible achievement. Best goal scorer ever. Longtime friend and teammate Nicholas Backstrom, who has assisted on 278 of Ovechkin's 800 goals. Fourth all-time on a single teammate's goals. Also shouted out Ovechkin on social media and used the great 800 hashtag. Big congrats to Ovi for reaching 800 goals. What a milestone, he wrote. So proud of you, my friend. We're in this in Washington hockey now. So just, you know, all fans, you know, you're hearing it from different players. Uh, just kind of congratulating Alex for the great uh, accomplishments. And as they should, this is a great moment uh, for Alex Ovechkin and for the Washington Capitals. And to get the accolades uh, from, you know, fellow teammates and from getting it from players around the league, Wow, just great. John Carlson and Anthony Mantha, who got the primary assist on Ovechkin's goal, also posted on Instagram, and, and we're talking about it. Former teammate Eric Fair also wasn't surprised to see Ovechkin get a hat trick to capture 800 and echoed the thought on social media. Of course, Ovi would get a hat trick for 800. I've never seen anyone who wants to score like he does. Congrats, Ovi. Eric Fair, another great capital of Capitals past. Just a really great uh, note there. In addition to his teammates and other legends, the Chicago Blackhawks even congratulated him as past, as, excuse me, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze came to shake Ovechkin's hand after he accomplished the feat at United Center on Tuesday with the home crowd cheering him on. Again, and this is what I'm talking about. This is just the class act of the Chicago Blackhawks fans, NHL fans at the end of the day. And that's what it's all about. Recognizing the moment, you know, recognizing the gravity of the situation of who they're talking about, the great one, the great eight, the great 800 that we're going at with talking about here. So just a really special moment all around for the Capitals. I don't know him very well, but he seems to be the kind of guy that's always having fun, Taze told reporters on Tuesday in Chicago. He's like a big kid, and I think that's where he probably finds his energy to show up and play the game at the level so consistency without running out of energy. And he is a bit like a big kid, you know, uh, the, the kind of some of the music he listens to and how he likes to drink Coca-Cola sometimes when he's playing hockey. Not a stereotypical hockey player. Ovechkin is currently in his 18th NHL season. He has 797 goals and is three from 800. As we know, he ended up getting 800 goals last night, five away from passing Gordie Howe. And we know it's just one away for the second on NHL's all-time goal list. And again, just uh, the compliments, the accolades from his uh, friends and family, uh, just a special moment for Alex Ovechkin. And we hope that, you know, things continue to progress, uh, progress as they have, you know, barring injury. You know, I know that Alex Ovechkin has been injured in the past, so we hope that he can continue 
uh, with a, cr- a clean bill of health. I know oftentimes he's actually played through injuries, uh, so hopefully it doesn't come to that, but just a great uh, moment for Alex Ovechkin and, again, the great accolades from his teammates and the players around the league. That's what it's all about. All right, after the break here, we're going to talk about a little bit of the, the shenanigans, the craziness that went on in the locker room and just the cap- uh, Capitals' fellow teammates and fans celebrating his many accomplishments. We'll talk about that next. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about the historic evening of Alex Ovechkin last night as he scored his 800th goal on a hat trick. I wish it would have been at home. I wish it would have been in D.C., right? So the fans could have just lit that place up. You know that if you would have got 800 goals At Capital One Arena, that place would have been rocking. I could only imagine what would happen if that was the case. But in any event, we're happy that he was able to accomplish that goal. Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom have been through it all together as they've spent storied careers with the Washington Capitals. And even through Backstrom is injured right now, he was still there for Ovechkin's 800th goal. And the two shared an emotional moment to recognize the milestone following the 7-3 win over the Chicago Blackhawks, right, Washington Hockey now. After leading the beer shower celebration and spraying Ovechkin with Bud Light on his way into the room, Backstrom climbed off the top of the locker stall and found Ovechkin for a hug. And they say that Bud Light is Ovechkin's favorite beer. Bit interesting, very American of him to like Bud Light. There's nothing more American than liking Bud Light, I gotta say, in my opinion. The two have played together over a thousand games together, and Backstrom has assisted on 278 of Ovechkin's 800. Um, And like I say, just a really great moment that they were able to share together. Both shared a similar moment back on June 7th, 2018, when they celebrated the Capitals finally winning the Stanley Cup in Las Vegas. And of course, the two also got a photo together to commemorate the occasion. Ovechkin is holding all three pucks from his hat trick and route to the 800 goal milestone. And if you've seen it online, it's a really great picture. I see a picture here online on the Capitals Twitter feed with Nick Backstrom and Tom Wilson. Just a really great moment for all of those players who have played together uh, for so many years together. Ovechkin struck twice in the first period against Chicago and then completed the hat trick 634. The Russian is the first European ever to hit 800 career NHL goals and just the third player in NHL history to accomplish that feat. He is also two goals away from passing Gordie Howe for the second most. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom, 278th, fourth most assists on a single teammate's goals in NHL history. So a, a historic, the history uh, and the, the, just the great nature of Backstrom and Ovechkin together um, to find that, you know, that cohesiveness together, I guess, is really special. And a bit of a side note, you know, just talking about the Capitals going forward and Alex Ovechkin on the Washington Capitals is that there was the NHL uh, meeting that was going on where they talked about raising the cap and all of that. And Ted Leonsis was there. And he was asked about a rebuild on this Capitals team. And I've spoke about this in this podcast before. And he said that there will be no rebuild on the Washington Capitals while Alex Ovechkin is playing here. So if there's anyone out there, and this is from Ted Leonsis, the owner of the team, and Brian McClellan has said as much as well, is that there is not going to be a major overhaul 
uh, of this team. There's not going to be a rebuild. There's going to be a re retool, which I guess is semantics, I guess, if you think about it. So I guess what they're saying is, is he, what Alex Ovechkin said, and I'm paraphrasing it, is he said, I don't want to be playing on the third line. Um, you know, with a bunch of young guys here. He wants to kind of keep this uh, group together for the most part that's been together for all this time. So in that group, who am I talking about? I'm talking about Nick Backstrom. I'm talking about Tom Wilson. I'm talking about John Carlson, uh, TJ Oshie. You know, I'm not saying that all of these players are going to be here. You know, you got to think that he might have uh, an advantage to maybe getting uh, Dmitry Orlov re-signed. We know he's going to be a free agent in the offseason. He is one of his friends and fellow Russian, Russian countrymen. Do you think that uh, Alex Ovechkin has a little pull on who's on this team? I kind of tend to think that he does. And uh, all same goes for Kuznetsov. But I think that ultimately what Alex Ovechkin wants is this is his group of friends. He's been through a lot with, uh, you know, these players primarily. I know that some have gone on to other things and retired and that kind of thing. But there's still kind of this nucleus. Um, kind of the same group, uh, you know, give or take uh, from the 2018 Stanley Cup. And even before that, you know, you look at Backstrom and Carlson and all that kind of thing. So um, I understand where Alex is coming from. And you kind of take a look around the league and you've seen teams going in through a rebuild. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks come to mind. That was uncomfortable to watch. Um, and if as a Blackhawks fan, one thing I'm going to say, they still can pack an arena despite the poor play of their, their, their team that's on the ice. But if you even want to bring it a little bit more into focus, take a look at the Washington Nationals who give, gave up everyone and see how tough it is for that team to struggle. Strasburg, you know, a little bit of buyer's remorse there is one of the, the players that's been there the longest and he has not lived up to expectations. And how I'm tying this all together is, before Capitals fans talk about wanting to do a rebuild or anything crazy like that, it's not a slam dunk thing. It can be a long and laborious process, and it can be a hard process. Again, look at the Nationals. It was a tough product to watch on the field last year, suffices to say. So I can see where he's coming from. He wants that stability going forward uh, he, as he is pushing for his own goals, of course. And one of the things that he talked about in the preseason is, you know, he cares, of course, about his goal chase. and uh, But he says above that, he is more concerned about getting his second Stanley Cup. I think that ultimately that was just a way to kind of take the spotlight and kind of spin it away from him a little bit. But in any event, he does want another cup with his team and he wants to do it with his friends and his fellow players that have been there through thick and thin. And, you know, I really can't fault him for that. I don't think that he wants to go out in a whimper. You know, I think, like I've said, Alex Ovechkin could have gone anywhere he wanted to in the NHL. He chose to stay here. The team that brought, that drafted him, the team that's been there for him since the very beginning. And that's a statement that he wanted to, to stay on this team. He could have gone anywhere he wanted. He could have gone on a team that's perceived to be a lot better than the Washington Capitals, but he said no. But there were certain agreements that I'm going to sign this new deal, but I don't want a rebuild while I'm playing here. And good on Leonsis and good on McClellan and everyone else in the decision-making process for honoring that commitment uh, going forward. Because, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's going to be about the legacy of Alex Ovechkin, even after he's gone how he's contributed to this team and that kind of thing. So again, just really great on, on uh, 
Brian McClellan, great on Ted Leonsis, great on all of them for keeping their word. And uh, we look to seeing, you know, what when can he finally get 801 against uh, uh, the, whatever team that is and what, you know, who is going to be the team that they're playing when he gets 801. Again, my prediction is that he is going to get 801 the next game against the Stars. Let's see if I'm right. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.